Hi everyone. I have a beard now, so that's exciting. Today, I am gonna do this weekly show episode a little bit different. Typically when I make these vlog podcast things, I do a lot of editing. It's not like Hollywood special effects, that amount of crazy editing, but I will take out every little um and 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 so and all those little annoying verbal tics that I do whenever I do public speaking such as this. And the reason why I'm not editing is one, because of time. <laughs> I wanna keep to this commitment of releasing an episode every Wednesday morning. I'm actually recording this Wednesday morning and I'm gonna post it as soon as I'm done. And also, I need to get better at public speaking. One of my goals for my life is to have some form of public speaking career and I will never get better at speaking if I keep handicapping myself and giving me that crutch of editing a video to make it look like I know what I'm talking about and I know how to speak. I need to put myself in these situations to make it harder on myself. So we're just doing this live. <laughs> if I say um a lot, if I say so a lot, if I do any of those little annoying things, I just have to live with it. Today I want to talk to you guys about this past weekend. I did a story job for my position <laughs> at the district office, the Illinois Assemblies of God. We had a big event known as PK Retreat. And PK Retreat is just a two and a half day mini camp in the snow where it's just for pastor's kids. All the ministers in Illinois, they send their kids second grade through 12th grade to Lake Williamson and we just get to hang out with them. You know, it's not crazy like breakaway where there's a lot of camp competition and all that insanity. It's, it's pretty chill. And the whole point of this weekend is to one, show love to these PKs and give them a chance to relax and be refreshed, but also to equip them so they can go back to their churches and be leaders in their kids' church and their youth ministries. And I actually grew up going to retreats and events like this with my dad being a prison chaplain. When I was little, my parents were pastors of small rural churches, but after a while they realized that that wasn't quite what they were called to do. <laughs> I'll put it that way. And my mom might be laughing or grimacing right now hearing me say that, but she knows it's true. And after going to seminary and getting his master's of divinity, my dad realized that he was called to be a prison chaplain. And that is really where he found his footing. He knew that God had been preparing him for that particular specific ministry. And he loved it. It was tiring. Not every single day was a good day, but he knew that that's what he was called to do. And it was fulfilling for him. And so that was what he did as a career. And as most of you who have been following me for a while or know me personally in real life, you know that my dad passed away in 2015. So I said so again. When I help out at PK retreats, I can't help but to think of my dad. 
And throughout the entire weekend, I have a little bit of angst because all those feelings about my dad come back. I am a little bit irritable and agitated. And I don't know if too many people notice, but I'm always fighting not being in a fog, constantly thinking about my dad the entire time that I'm either a counselor or this year when I was the video guy. I'm constantly fighting thinking about my dad and dealing with all those negative emotions. And this year was a little bit, this year, man, this year I was trying to, I was trying to pinpoint what is it? Because I'm ha on one hand, I'm happy knowing that my dad is in heaven or some people would say, well, technically he's in Abraham's bosom or whatever. But either way, I know that you know, to die is to gain the glory of Christ. And so I know that my dad's better off, but I can't help but be sad and a little bit angry having to deal with the negative consequences of his absence, if you will. There was more that my dad could have done with his life. And he didn't accomplish those things, not because he was lazy or he wasn't willing to go after those goals or dreams, but it was because he was taken from us too soon. My dad could have lived to see me move out of the house and start this storytelling career of my own. He's missing out on all of this. He's missing out on this weekly show that I'm making. He's missing out on all the things that I'm doing for the district and weddings and all that. He could have lived to see me get married one day and he could have been a great father-in-law to my future wife, a great grandpa to my future kids, great granddad if he was blessed to make it that long. He could have kept working at the prison until he retired and then he would have found some other avenue for ministry. But no, all those possible opportunities and things that he could have accomplished with his life were taking a, were taken away because he passed away on October 6, 2015. And that really just makes me feel gross. <laughs> it's like a mix of sadness and anger. And I was trying to figure out like, okay, who am I mad at? Because I'm not mad at God because I don't blame God for my dad's death. We live in a fallen world and that's what causes all these bad things to happen such as death. So who am I mad at? I'm not, I don't really have anger at the devil because that just seems silly. I'm not mad at Adam and Eve for causing the fall of humanity. And so I, I did some soul searching over the weekend. And the only, here's a little prereq. The only reason why I was able to do this soul searching was I had the confidence of knowing that I was loved by both God and my family and friends. I wasn't alone in this journey. 
I have people around me and PK retreat remind me of that, that I have that support from those three areas. I have community and belonging. And so I began to explore those feelings to figure out what am I angry about? Who am I angry at? All the insecurities I have that I'm able to tie back to my dad, what is that all centered around? And I've come to the conclusion that whenever I do have an angry outburst or a sad expression dealing with my dad and his death and anybody who's been around me, they might see me, they might hear me say something sarcastic or dark about my dad. And I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out, okay, where's all that coming from? Some things are said out loud. Some things are completely kept in here, but what's it all centered around? And really it's anger at my, it's I'm angry at myself. I'm angry that I didn't spend more time with my dad while he was here. It wasn't dad's fault. He wasn't an absent father by any means. I mean, yes, he worked hard and he often worked nights, but he was never gone. He never ran out. He wasn't a workaholic. And I was close to my dad, but I could have been closer. I could have done more with my dad. I could have intentionally learned the things that he knew how to do, such as fix things around the house or stuff dealing with the car or any of the lessons that he had learned over the years about life and marriage and parenting and spirituality and just handyman general men stuff. I could have learned all those things from my dad and I did learn some things, but there could have been more that I drew from him and also just plain more fun experiences that I could have had with him. We could have went on father son trips as I got older and now I'm never going to have that. And I think Whenever I do experience anger revolving around my dad, it's dealing with the regret of the opportunities I didn't take and the realization that I'm not going to have anymore. And that really sucks. (laughs) Um, This isn't a happy, cheery episode by any means, but I want to end with a little bit of hope. I might not have any more days or hours, minutes, or even seconds with my dad this side of eternity. But I feel content knowing that one day, however it works, I will be able to be around my dad once more. And I'm happy knowing that God has put so many other wonderful people in my life to get the experiences that I need that I wasn't able to get with my father. I can take advantage of those opportunities now. I might not have any more time with my dad, but I can have more time with my mom, my brother, my other family members, people from my church, people that I work with. There's so all those lessons that my dad didn't get to teach me, I can learn them from other people now. All those fun experiences that I didn't get with my dad, I can have them with other people now. And I 
can take the foundation that my dad was able to give me with his life and build upon that with other people now. That felt good to get that off my chest. That's something that I've never, I don't think, those are feelings that I've had for almost four years now and I've never been able to verbalize them until now. So thank you guys for being my listening ear that I needed. So I don't know how many people watch this or view this. I I want to give a shout out to a couple people. There's a 10-year-old girl whose name escapes me and my phone is in my office, not near me. I want to say it's sage or sade it's you we were messaging back and forth you wrote an awesome review for my podcast i want to thank you for that so whoever's watching and listening thank you for supporting this dream of running this weekly vlog podcast thing because it's cool to be able to one document my storytelling journey and document this week by week journey of telling stories while also attempting to live a great one. And I'm, you're able to be free counseling. (laughs) So I appreciate that. That's all I have for you guys. We'll see you next week. And I promise to have something just as real and vulnerable, but something happier next week. We'll see you next time.